Hey, so real quick, um, I'm just going to introduce the guests because me and him just go right into it also. Um, his name is Emmanuel. Not going to pretend I know that last name. Uh, that's, but a wonderful guy. We talk about fear, mindset, entrepreneurship, how to, how to have fun, but also not fear everything and have panic attacks. So it's great, inspirational, and here he is, Emmanuel himself. Um, absolutely. Uh, so you were saying something about, um, I'm really curious about your perspective of overcoming fear and the fear mindset. Yep, absolutely. You see, overcoming fear does not work. Okay. So wait, are we uh, doing this right yep. now or? Oh, sure. Cool. Let's do it. I'll introduce okay. you later. Okay, cool. So, uh, first of all, overcoming fear does not work ever. I am speaking from experience of myself and thousands of students that I've helped. Okay. So what is the difference between overcoming and why it doesn't work? Uh, picture this. It's a bit of a bloody picture. Okay. You break your arm and all of a sudden you get like your bones sticking out, right? Mm -hmm. What's the problem? The fact that the bone's sticking out or you're, the fact that you're hurt? You're hurt. No. The problem is the bone is sticking out. Oh, okay. You can, you can pop a morphine and uh, you're going to be, you're not going to probably not going to feel the pain, right? But the right. bone is still sticking out. So overcoming fear is like taking the morphine and expecting the bone to go back inside your arm and heal by itself. Okay. But reality, what you need is you need a surgery. Yes. Well, yeah, that. Exactly my point. And, and that's the thing. When people, we are taught how to overcome fears all the time. And the whole idea is so old and it's so irrelevant now because what happens when you overcome fear, you're just jumping over like over the fence, but the fence is still there. You're running around that angry dog that wants to bite you, but the dog is still there running behind you. Mm -hmm. Right? So what you want to do, you want to conquer the fear. That's what I talk about. And that's what I teach. You want to get to the root cause of the actual fear, open it up, and find a little root and realize that it's a little tiny thing, most likely coming from the past or overthinking. So analysis so, paralysis could definitely play into that? Exactly. No, it's, it's 100% that. You know, like, what is fear? You know, people tend to think fear is face everything in our eyes. You know, it's know. so dumb. It's ridiculous. It is not, an, you, know, you know, it's not like something that you break down. Fear has a definition, okay? And the definition of fear is, is that fear is an emotion caused by the belief that something bad or negative is about to happen to you. Okay. I can Do you get know that. what the keyword is? Um, about to. No, the keyword is belief. Oh, belief. Okay. Fear is an emotion caused by the belief that something bad or negative is about to happen to you. Okay. Right? So... There's two emotions, right? Love and fear. Love is the only emotion that's real. Fear is created by you. Interesting. I've never heard that definition of love before. That's, that's interesting. Thank you. Well, it's my pleasure, man. That's what I do, right? I'm the leading expert on conquering fears in, for that reason, because I've dealt with fear for most of my life. Okay? I've feared everything. From bugs to heights, you know, and I learned, I tried to overcome it, but it didn't work. I overcame the fear, right? But the fear would always come back. Okay. So that's why it's actually toxic 
to overcome fears. It breaks down businesses. It breaks down families. It breaks down friendships. It takes total control of you. Yeah, it really does. Yeah, the actually I can vouch for that because I wouldn't start this podcast out of the fear of like the Twitter mobs would have my head. But now with hindsight, I'm like, that's just stupid. If anything, that's free publicity kind of thing. Exactly. You know, if, if people are going to hate on you, it means you're doing something right. Exactly. People will always, always, always want to say something about you. But the, the truth is, that's their opinion. Right. And a lot of people fail to start businesses because of this one fear that you've dealt with. And it is the fear of judgment. There are too many people caring about the opinions of others. And it's a huge problem. When you do that, you're giving your control away to the other person. Mm -hmm. So what people would often talk about is, hey, you should overcome that fear. Just do it anyways. Let them judge you. Do it anyways. And they don't understand how toxic it is. Because unless you conquer this fear of judgment, this judgment will affect you. It will affect how you feel, how you talk. It will affect every little part of you. It will break you down, causing you to self-sabotage, and it will absolutely destroy everything that you think about yourself. Your self-belief system will become almost inexistent. Self-esteem, too, gone, too. Well, yeah. Self-esteem builds off the self-belief. Mm-hmm. So that's a, it's, a, it's a whole circular motion that people have never seen before, and they don't talk about it. It's also one of those weird things because we've always been taught, at least in my school, indirectly between the words is you don't say what you fear or having trouble with. Just knuckle down and figure it out. If it's truly blowing up your face, then ask someone kind of thing. But like the thing I'm realizing, it's actually better to say up front, like, shit, I don't understand this kind of thing. Like anyone else here understand it to help me out? Well, that's the thing. A lot of people, they don't want to question. They don't, they're afraid to ask, to question fear. Mm Mm-hmm. Right, because people they are afraid to get judged. Right, if you don't if you don't feel like you don't understand something, don't play the victim card, and that's what happens often. And the victim card is, oh, why is this happening to me? Why me? Why me? Why why why? Why is will never get you the right answer. People right. don't ask the right questions, hence they get the wrong answers. They do. No, that is very true. That's very true. Um, so I want, you've touched on a few times. I want to, what are the different, um, fears? Like you were saying, fear of judgment, fear of embarrassment. What are the, the root ones you see as the, the, what would you say, coach or a mentor, um, to helping people get out? Well, here's the thing. First of all, you have to understand there's the three root causes of fear. Okay. Fear of judgment, fear of not being good enough and self-sabotage. But wouldn't that all just tie back to judgment? No, it's okay. all it's they all complement each other. All of these three t- topics complement each other. Interesting. Okay. Right. Self belief, like someone may may not give a shit about someone's someone else's judgment, but they think they're not good enough because they're comparing themselves. Like if I'm if I compare myself to legendary uh, heavy metal singers, and I'm not a singer. Well, yeah, of course, I'm going to be like, yeah, I'm not going to sing, you know? Yeah. But so that's the whole point. It's not about judgment. It's not like they all they all help each other out. Like fear is a I always say this. OK, and I, I if, you, if you need it, bleep me out. But okay. I always say never make fear a friend, an ally 
or put it on the back seat. You have to make fear your bitch. <laughs> okay. I am not even joking. Fear is that annoying little piece of shit that sticks on your shoulder and will not come off. And really then is. what happens when you're entering negative environments, when you're attracting more negativity, because that's what happens. Negativity attracts negativity. This pile of shit that you have <laughs> on your shoulder grows and grows and grows. And then eventually right. it's going to grow over your head yeah, right? and take control. That's when fear attacks. Fear attacks when you are weak. Fear doesn't wait for you to be in your strength. Like when you feel all good, you're like, oh, I, I feel like I'm on top of the world. Fear's not going to strike you. Yeah. Because it can't win. Because but, you, you're yeah. in your zone. There's no way your mind could pull tricks on you kind of thing. Exactly. Exactly. And the, what people don't understand is they think fear is something, oh, whatever. So I'm afraid of this, so I'm not going to do it. I'm going to overcome it. Everything's good. But fear, as it grows, it, I guess you can say it levels up. It's different levels of fear. Like fear will turn into stress. Okay. You'll get stressed out like crazy. If you're stressing out over something, if you really look down to it, you're afraid of something and you're not, you're avoiding that fear. Okay. Like you're, uh, let's say you have a big project and you're like, oh my God, the due date is soon. Oh my God, I'm so stressed. I don't think I can do it. Fear of not handing in the project on time, fear of not uh, being good enough to do the project, fear of getting fired from a job, fear of whatever it is. It's always fear that starts to stress. Okay. And when you stress out for long enough, you start getting anxious. Triggers anxiety. Anxiety is also known as a paralyzing fear. That's when you get, get stuck you're, and your body starts feeling the fear. And you feel almost like that you can't do anything about it. And then with enough anxiety, you're going to get panic attacks. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't want to get it all in the, the panic attacks because there's so many stuff that happens. Like your right. body will actually freeze. Like you'll, you'll freeze. Like you'll get cold and you're like, and you won't be able to do anything. Your mind will shut off. And then you're, you're completely drained. Mm-hmm. And then if you don't do anything about that, you're going to start feeling more like shit. You're going to start understanding, hey, I'm, I suck. I'm not good. This and this. Your self-belief system will lower down. And if you don't, if you don't conquer that panic attack, it's going to lead to depression. Interesting how fear relies, relays back to your depression. Yeah, that's one of my yeah. uh, good friends, uh, well, acquaintances now, but uh, – yeah, she, she's been diagnosed with agoraphobia, but recently she's like, I'm not scared anymore. Like I gave her just a tip. I'm like, are you actually like agoraphobic kind of thing? I'm like, or is it you fear something? I said, germaphobe, I totally understand, especially with COVID kind of thing. But is there a deeper problem? And it's one of those, she talked to her counselor and he essentially said the same thing. I was like, we were going to eventually get to that. But yeah, your friend kind of just threw the shit in your face. Well, here's the thing. You know, it, it all starts from somewhere and it's fear. Fear is the is the leading cause to most. I mean, you look at the statistics, right? Fear takes away happiness it right? does. because fear takes away your control. And when you're not in control, how can you be happy? That's true. But then there's the, the paradox. Or are we actually in control or we're just doing that to make ourselves feel better, too? Well, yeah, people react out of fear you know, to feel better. But really, the, the fear, as long as the fear is there, like that's a, where 
that's what happens, you know, with with a bunch of, um, you know, mental health issues, like eating disorders and stuff like that. And I, I know it's, it's, it sucks. Okay. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a psychologist. I've just right. experienced all of this, you know, and I knew people, I know, I knew a few people with eating disorders and the reason why they have it, why they binge and purge is to have a sense of control. Mm-hmm. That's them overcoming fear. They're overcoming the problem. They're not dealing with the actual problem. They eat and then they go and yak. They so then, that. So I'm going to say for you, though, for like that situation, what would be the fear you would tell them that they need to face and conquer? I don't know. It's not uh, it's not one of those things. Oh, hey, boom, you're going to conquer fear. It's not a magic trick. Okay. it's not like here. Take a look at the card. I'm going to find it. You have to dissect it. Right. Everyone doesn't understand the importance of dissecting your fears. That's where I come in. That's where I help them. Okay, what is it? Like people say, oh, I'm afraid of flying. Help me. I'm like, you're not afraid of flying. No. No one is afraid of flying. It's a myth. And they they want to overcome the fear of flying so they feel better. And so they go and do it anyways. And then they freak out. Their body goes into a shutdown. And and then they're like, okay, I'm on vacation at least. And then what happens? They have to go back and they freak out again. Would you say that's also would be the fear of losing control, but also slightly ties into judgment no fear of flying has nothing to like when people fear flying they don't they're not afraid of judgment it's losing control okay unknown fear of fear the unknown. De- dying fear of death okay very fair you know which also relates to fear of not living long enough and most of it is the unknown i wouldn't say that was my biggest one in general but after doing shows like this and talking to guys like you, I realized that is so it's one of those. I hear it now, but I don't even give it attention because it's like the fear of the unknown, which would tie in the fear of control, yeah. losing control was my biggest one. And I'm just like, well, that's so stupid because technically I don't control much. I can control what I eat. I can control when I sleep, but I can't control what the horde of everyone else is going to do kind of thing. But what you can do is uh, you can control how you react to it. Are yes. you a pilot? Can you fly? If no. yes, then go and fly yourself to the place you want right. to go to. But if you can understand that, hey, you're giving up the control to a professional so you can fly and relax at the same time. You cannot control environments. You don't no. know if a big hurricane is going to come up you, or you don't know what's going to happen in the Bermuda Triangle if you ever reach there because no one knows. No. <laughs> you know, but there's a way to do it. You have to conquer the fear of how, what is it? Is it the control? So if, to, if you want to conquer the fear of, you know, not being in control, that's one way. Conquer the fear of the unknown is a different way to do, to do it, right? There's different steps for everything. And mm-hmm. people think it's so easy to just, oh, conquer fear because, oh, Emmanuel, you're fearless. I'm like, no, I'm not. I am not immortal. I am not some. So even like all the celebrities, they have fears. Oh, yeah. Everyone Absolutely. has fears, except for two types of human beings. Okay. Two types of human beings that do not fear anything. And those are liars and psychopaths. But psychopaths are literally wired different. Exactly. They can't feel. That's why they're fearless. Yeah, they they almost say if you truly want to be one, be one of those guys, but it's usually I don't recommend up, it. <laughs> yeah, don't I don't recommend it. <laughs> Zero out of ten, don't do it. <laughs> no, I mean if you if you if you really feel like that, and I would like every time I feel like someone needs professional help, I would send them their way. 
mm-hmm. right? My my strategies they require work and dedication and emotion. Okay. Yes, you gotta feel. <laughs> yes, that's you know? the biggest and one. If, and if you want to lie to yourself, I'm not gonna help you. I can't help you. Like if you say, "Oh, I'm fearless," I'm like, "Okay, cool. Have a good life." It's like, cool. you know, yeah. Like, how am I supposed to help a person who's lying to me from the beginning? Yeah, unless you get that weird one person. <laughs> that one percent we say don't do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, so other than that, the strategies work. Everything that I do works. And it's been so far, I make it work because I interview people based on, hey, are you willing to do whatever it takes to conquer fear? Are you willing to listen to every little detail that I tell you to do and actually do it? If one of the answers is no, I, I, I cannot help them. Interesting. So, because, yeah. I was saying, but what if it's one of those they don't want to, they, they consciously want to fix it, but their subconscious doesn't want to? Is that one of those where if they can't say yes to both, then it's like, well, I can't help you until you help yourself? Pretty much. Like, I'll give them a direction. Right. I'll tell I will tell them exactly why they feel that they're afraid that it's not going to work and they will lose money. It's a big thing. There's a lot of fluff out there. A lot of, uh, you know, fake coaches, fake books. And I'm not saying all of them are bad. I'm just saying there are people that that don't do the job. And it's not just in, um, in, in the self-help region. It's also, you know, digital marketing anywhere. There are, there are vultures out there. You know, and I'm sure, like, I've been scammed thousands and thousands of dollars. When I tried helping myself, you know, at a young age, I spent tons of money, just books, courses, that didn't help. Right. They were all in overcoming fear. And that's why I'm like, okay, this is not going to work. I got to find something that will work. And then I start doing my own study of what's happening, how to do it. I looked at, you know, when I was in the entertainment industry, I saw how people looked at me and then I'm like, how do they even see me this way? Mm-hmm. Right. And it, it's an entire different ball game when you're, when you're entering to conquer. Cause I truly believe as human beings, we are meant to conquer. Okay. Right. You look at history, cavemen, they conquered stuff mm-hmm. all the way back then. You know, that's a, like as human beings, it's in our nature to conquer. So use to conquer for the good, right? Mm-hmm. Conquer the hearts of people. Then that you want to treat with nothing but love and respect for the rest of your life, right? Conquer uh, getting the best possible career you want. That's you're doing. You're conquering this podcast. Yeah. Right? So we are meant to conquer. Why settle for less? Very true. Right. And we're all creative. Like I, I truly believe there's part of me, okay. I'm a bit of a spiritual guy, but then there's part of me that believes that each and every one of us has our, our own gods, if that makes sense. Yes. Yeah. We are we all have the 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 ability to create. So I mean, I know, I know it's not for, this idea is not for everyone, but that's how I feel. Right. And it's been working pretty well for me so far. <laughs> no, absolutely. That's actually, that's kind of funny. It's a similar uh, theory and thesis I'm coming up with because one of my coworkers, it's really funny. He's like diehard Joe Rogan, but he does nothing about his personal life. 
kind of thing. And I asked him, like, hey, I just looked up a random article about his cars. And he's like, oh, I only know Joe Rogan through his podcast. But that's right. It is so funny. I'm like, you know, he like half the stuff he says is just for attention kind of thing. But well, that's the thing, you know, that this reality. We all have our own realities, right? For example, your reality would have been completely different if this podcast right here would not happen. Would you oh, agree? Absolutely. Because right now you're probably learning a few things that will, will probably help you within your life, mm-hmm. right? And it's same here. My reality would have been different completely if I went down a different, because maybe I wouldn't be able to help uh, your listeners and viewers. Yeah. You know, so my goal is to help 15,000 people this year. I mean, what is it? 7.6 billion people in the world, 15,000. That's not, that's not asking for anything. Last much. year, last year, my goal was 1500. I, I got it. This year's 15,000. Okay. Sorry. 15, yeah. 15,000 next year, 150,000. Yeah. And I, I pretty much uh, add another zero to yeah, it. Just, just for good measure. Um, yeah. Oh, but what I was trying to get to earlier with the uh, spiritualism and you were saying we are our own God. What I was telling him after he did that whole thing was I said, cause he started bringing up uh, spiritualism cause his, I guess his grandma did tarot cards and all that was actually really good. I said, you know, but he was saying how I never said anything. I only thought it. I said, well, here's the thing that we don't give ourselves credit for. Thoughts are things they're, they're We can't hold a thought, but thoughts are energy. If we are attuned, empathy or whatever, we can not hear, but we can feel it. So whatever you think about, said your mind will manifest. You want to be famous and rich? Think about that. Think about what they do, how to get there. Who do I need to talk to kind of thing? If you want to live where you are, uh, off government stamps and health, hey, great. Uh, listen to your Joe Rogan the rest of your life kind of thing. All you're doing is making him rich kind of thing. But that's yeah. your thoughts is this is enough. Exactly. A lot of people think, oh, uh, you know, the whole law of attraction thing is good. All you got to do is think and it'll happen. That's not true. A law of attraction is nothing without the action. Correct. And I love how you just mentioned it because I have a whole, uh, I have a whole concept on it that I call cracking the universe. And Let's go into it I too. have an entire boot camp coming up on uh well it's coming soon on june 7th okay and then again i'm, I'm probably going to host it again sometime in august and other times june 7th but i, I do have that coming up and okay. that will be you know it's absolutely new it's methods that have never been taught before and i'm doing it for absolutely free for because, yeah exactly usually i would charge a, a, a good buck for 49.97 for it for a okay. week. It's a whole week long with me with live calls and it's going to be absolutely epic. I'm super excited for it because it's going to help so many people. Oh, it really is. So it's just small price, like your email. So we can like send you all the stuff kind of thing. And that's it. Yeah. You just sign up. It's going to be on Facebook. There's a specific group on Facebook to start building. I'm actually, I'm releasing like the group just opened today. Oh, that's well, so a few cool. days ago. So it's, it's super fresh. Right. And there's gonna, I'm bringing on a, like another a bunch of other experts on with me to show that it's possible. The whole idea to crack the universe is so you can start living your dream life. Yeah. A dream life is possible. OK, I manifested everything that I'm happening. My career, my wife, believe it or not, you know, 
everything, like where I am, where I go, what we do, everything is in absolute control. So that I, I'm just super excited about that. So can we go into some details on uh, your, your boot camp without giving like the whole thing away? So Absolutely. A hundred percent. You know, I haven't even had a, I haven't even had a chance to uh, release a sign up page for it yet. That's awesome. So this is like the, the fir- very first thing. So we, it's going to be five days. Okay. Five days started uh, starting June 7th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Absolutely free for everyone. Once I have the page up and running, probably hopefully Monday, it's uh, anyone is more than welcome to join. Wonderful. So if day one, we're going to be dissecting what is it? What does it mean to crack the universe, to manifest your dream life? What does that mean? And then we're going to talk about creating the goals. Well, everything goal setting. I'm not. I'm going to dissect it. Usually, the goal setting on its own is in one of my courses, but I'm including that in because it's so important. People go for smart goals, S M A R T goals, right? And I say, screw that. Go for the impossible. And then the second day, we're already going to be talking about the mindset. We're just. This is not like one of those. Hey, let everybody get your hands up. Let's all dance. Let's all get hype. And then talk, 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 and then a little bit of value. No, we're like really building the resilient mindset. Because part of a, of getting what you want, you have to be resilient. Because if you're not resilient, you're going to settle for whatever life gives you. Right? Yeah. Then we're going to be talking about the dream help. How to get back. I, I got a, an expert. He's actually, uh, I believe he's uh, Mr. Uh, man of the world or Mr. Uh, Mr. Universe or something like that. He won a massive competition in USA, in the States. Uh, okay. His name is Brandex. He's a good buddy of mine. I'm super excited to have him there. I have a, uh, I have a seven-figure entrepreneur coming on to talk about how to build more out of your life. Like how to take a look at yourself from the third point view. Mm-hmm. It's it's going it's I'm like there's so much to it you know oh it's great uh, and it's like everything that I have I'm putting right in there just so people can start living their dream life even people that have no idea who they are right right so I just want to I just want to help them out so you actually touched on something uh, I've been thinking about and I've been asking different guests on their perspective is. For fear, you you you're good at getting to the root of the cause. Well, what if someone, because they don't ha- know what their quote unquote purpose or thing in life, they're fearful because they don't know themselves, kind of thing. How would you help them with that? We're gonna find out, like how to first of all, how to get your purpose. The reason why you're lacking purpose is because you're lacking goals. Okay. You don't know what you want. So what you want to do, you want to dissect it. What exactly do you want? You don't know what you want. Okay, let's start with a money goal, right? Because when you have a money goal, it helps. It really does. So, like if I could, I could want, like I, how much, I didn't even know what, how many people I need to help, right? How am I supposed to help? You know, a lot of people tend to focus on money, money goals and focus on the, for the reason for the money. Mm-hmm. That's not exact. That's not what I'm saying. Don't focus on the money. Focus on the people, right? Mm-hmm. 
So let's say, for example, I have an, and say I put up a, an impossible goal for myself, right? Mm-hmm. And that's to have a whole satellite dish up in the space with two words. Okay. Fuck you? No, very close, actually. Oh, fuck fear. Okay. <laughs> so uh, that's because I want to create a legacy for everyone. Even freaking aliens who are out there, probably, they're going to be like, whoa, this guy's inspiring. You know, <laughs> Even when in the future, multiverses are going to be able to coexist together, they're going to see this in outer space. You know, so that's uh, that's my impossible goal. What do I need to do? I got to help enough people to get maybe, hey, maybe Elon Musk is going to be like, you know what? I love their message manual. I, let's uh, let's do that. Let's work together. Let's see how I can help. <laughs> Anything is possible. Oh, yeah. Especially with Elon Musk, how how uh, just run and gun he is. He'd just be like, I love it, Manuel. One of our internet ones is going to literally say, fuck fear. Exactly. Like, I'm a total, I'm a huge fan of Elon I'm not going to lie. He pissed a lot of people off with the whole uh, crypto stuff. But at the same time, oh, who cares? Like, it's oh, gonna, it's, we all know it's going to bounce back up. Yeah, it, it's crypto. It's the story right now. Everyone's all scared, but it's like it's like anything in life. You don't get too emotionally attached. Just write it up. And it's like, just cut your losses. Let it write it down. Exactly. Same, same with business, anything. It's just the don't That's get life. too. Right. That is life. And that's what people don't understand. People expect life to be just, oh, an easy flow. The only time there's an easy flow is when there is a very high-pitched sound going like, it means you're dead. Pretty much, yeah. Life is always up and down, even like your heartbeat. (laughs) You know, it's always up and down, up and down, up and down. And what people don't understand, they want to be somewhere in the middle. But you can be above, and that's what I'm going to. Ta- that's what I'm going to teach in the in the upcoming boot camp. Like I'm going to exactly teach exactly how to to find out exactly where you are, where you want to be, and everything you need to do to get there. Absolutely, you know that that's that's a good point because like the a lot of the, my coworkers know I, I'm studying in finances and all that, and they're like, "Oh, it's it's boring." There, there's no, what's the point of it? I'm like, "Well, actually, there's the nuances. Yes, it's trading and finances, but this translates to life, kind of thing." It's like because it was one of those back in December in California where I'm stationed, uh, we had a very bad sudden spike in December um, of COVID cases, and sadly, I got it, but it, I'm here, so it's okay. Um, good, good, I'm glad. Um, but that's where at a certain point, I looked at the chart and I said, okay, literally, I hear everyone say they don't care. The numbers are growing. And I'm like, we're going to actually see worse cases and deaths by Christmas. And everyone at my work's like, ah, screw you, you, you humbug. It's just because you got it kind of thing. By Christmas, it was the worst and the most deaths. And I just started like, how'd you do it? I'm like, because I wasn't emotionally attached. That moment, I just disconnected like a computer, just like, okay, what do I see kind of thing. Exactly. That's so, that's, and if you can do that with life, you can do that with fear, you get to go, man. Mm-hmm. That's the beautiful thing. You know, so going back, it's like overcoming fear. It's like you're emotionally attaching yourself to fear. Right. When you, if you want to conquer it, you have to detach yourself. You can't treat it as a friend, like I was saying, you know, fear will stab you in the back and run off. Yes, or it will give you terrible anxiety. Most it will physically compromise you, 
but it was something small of just fear of judgment and say that you can't control what others opinions are kind of thing so but you can't control that but that's the point you can control how you feel how you take it Mm -hmm. if someone says hey you know you suck okay exactly right so it doesn't affect you but if someone close to you says that you suck, it's probably going to affect you a little bit because you're emotionally invested in them and you, you know, you don't know how to deal with it. Right. right? So what you want to do is you, it's not, I'm not saying to detach from everyone. Oh God, no. It's to detach from the opinion because an opinion of others has nothing to do with the way anything happened to you. It has nothing to do with you of how you are, how you dress, how you talk, how you walk, nothing. It's just an opinion. Yeah. And people don't want to leave it at that. Because they feel that the opinion is it's grandiose, it's bigger than them, and it's like no, it's just it's a thought. Just if it's important, give it attention. If it's not, just let it go. Exactly, you know. And it goes the same with criticism. And I talk a lot about that in uh, in uh, an ebook that I released. Okay. Right? It's it's conquering criticism. You know, who is criticizing you? Is it a friend? If it's a friend, there's a friend trying to help you. If it's trying to help you, or she's trying to help you. Do they know the topic they're criticizing you for? If not, oh well. He's like, okay. That's exactly. So, now, yeah, there's, there's so much to it. So, actually, let's go into criticism because that plays into fear of control, losing control, and judgment, too. So, um, for that, what is, what's the, the true, like you said, if it's a friend, might actually want to pay attention. But if it's just the whore yelling at you, where's the point when you have to like kick back and be like, maybe I am the problem kind of thing. And do you feel like a problem? Right. Listen, everyone's going to judge you. Right. If everyone is saying, you know, like, hey, dude, you suck. Emmanuel, you can't help. You know, it means you're around the wrong audience. Okay. Right. Okay. That doesn't mean that you suck as a person. It doesn't mean that you suck. Let's say if you're a singer or an actor, it doesn't mean you suck at acting or singing. It means you're doing something. You're, you're somewhere where you're not supposed to be or if you want to be liked by other people. The truth is someone hired you. Someone got you on that stage, right? Mm-hmm. So it means you're doing something right. Absolutely. And the fact that you're making the money and they're just uh, giving you crap, yeah right so it's it depends it depends you got to understand you the most important thing you got to be resilient when it comes to criticism you got to be resilient you got to be mindful right and uh, don't take everything personally yes yeah no that's very true actually so funny thing when you say criticism don't take it personal so i went to like van's warp tour back in like 2013 um my buddy took because he's like oh the band i just introduced you is playing i'm like great Bought my $50 ticket and we went. And it's one of those, I have a weird tendency of shoulder checking people. I think we're playing chicken and I'm too stubborn to let off kind of thing. And uh, so I, this guy in this corset, like froofy everything, look like a steampunk, like character. And I'm like, ah, hit him. And I'm ah, freaking you and your corset and this and that. You look so stupid. Well, apparently that was the lead singer for the band. (laughs) And what was the band? I, I need to know what the band was. Silverstein. You can bleep it out. Sorry? Silverstein. Silverstein. I think it sounds from, I don't know. Is it a, it's a, they're, they're like, they're not mainstream, but they're not underground anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard of that name. 
<laughs> it's pretty good music, actually. But yeah, I shoulder check him, and literally during the concert, because the sea of people, I'm like, oh, he's literally never going to see me. I punk hit my buddy and said, hey, the, the the guy at the front, the singer, right? He's like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I totally shoulder checked the shit out of him. <laughs> and I, I do martial arts, as you can see with the shirt. So it was a good one, too. Oh, my. So when we went to get the signatures, the drummer's like, hey, hey, he's the asshole that shoulder checked so and so. He's like, dude, you ruined his whole day. Oh, because the, the least singer's like, yeah, I was fearful of being judged, kind of thing. I'm like, dude, I was, I would get so much performance anxiety, and you're just up there. He's like, well, it's my job. I, whether I like it or not, I had to get over it. You know what? That's the thing. A lot of people in the entertainment industry. I mean, I've been in the entertainment industry for 16 years, sorry, 18 years. Mm-hmm. Right. I made a, uh, I made a name for myself right, by in the magic industry, and uh, I, I performed a lot, right? Mm-hmm. And I noticed so many people. They just have very low self-esteem. Yeah. And, you know, they have low self-esteem and that does trigger their, you know, if someone calls them, they're judged, like it triggers the fear of judgment. Oh, I mean, it's just the whole reason I brought that up because it's like, I recently started talking about it with my uh, coworker because like, what crazy stuff have you done? I'm like, well, what's the laundry list of stuff? you? <laughs> I've done a lot of crazy things. Um but that was the media, the one that like you literally shoulder checked like the band you idolized. I'm like, well, I didn't know who he was. I just knew his voice, kind of thing. Yeah, that's totally fine. Yeah, you're having fun, right? You you you're in a concert. What do you expect? Right. You know, if if a person goes into a mosh pit, oh, that's and right in the dangerous. middle, like if you go to Slayer, you stand in the middle of a wall of death. You're what do you expect? This cold wall, wall of death for a you? reason. Yeah, you know. Like I had my days with the moshing. I loved it. Oh, it's great. It's fun when you're young and you can handle it. I'm yeah. turning 35 suit. So I was like, I'm like, I don't think my body can handle the fall anymore. No. And uh, actually I, it was, I think it was chariot. It was like, they were really damn close to like Slayer for the hardcore people. Mm-hmm. I, I did. Just, it's one of those again, underground don't know, really know, but uh, they just randomly said something. I didn't know what the mosh meaning behind it. It wasn't wall of death. Cause I guess they just, the whole tour that year, just like no wall of death. Literally people have died. Yeah. So they said like, um, I think it was like ring of fire or something oh, like yeah. that. I didn't know what that was. And literally my buddy, the moment he said, scream, get the fuck out of there now. And I'm, I'm running and literally suddenly there's like a tornado of people just running. I somehow get out and I still remember cause I was filming myself getting out. I still remember to this day, someone just got ran over. We had to literally stop everything and take them out. Ouch. Well, I think it was like a solid 15 people just trampled him. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. I mean, it's not my thing anymore. Oh, God, no. Yeah, but although I did, I was able to still watch uh, the last Slayer show. That was uh, one of my favorite concerts was- so far in Ohio. In Ohio? Well, yeah, because they oh, sorry, no, not Ohio, not Ohio, not Ohio. It was Michigan. Okay, because I thought they've they're fully retired now. They are. They are. The last show that happened two years ago in November, Mm -hmm. November twenty twenty nineteen. I think it was Ohio. I think it was actually. I think uh, it was was, was Toledo or somewhere in Ohio. I thought it was some some like symbology where they went back to the 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 city and state that they started it all in, like whatever band that was that hired them. I thought that was the weird symbology. I don't know. That's hearsay on the internet. Yeah, but it, it was it was uh, very intense. 
It was intense, you know. And of course, it's scary. Like, you know, and there's a bunch of people that you don't know. And their whole thing is like, oh, I want to be so metal that we're going to crush everything. Yes. It's like, okay, you know what? Two words, fuck beer. Let's do this. I want to experience this one last time. Right. No, absolutely. Yeah. yeah and that's um, the thing. When you when you conquer your fears, you're able to experience that. Right. When my wife and I went to Croatia, I was climbing on castles. Like, and I'm, I'm talking the tip, the very tip of the castle. I really? just opened my hands and I'm just like, open my arms. I mean, and I was just enjoying that air. It's such an amazing feeling. Oh, I bet. Yeah, I'm you looking know, forward to that. Absolutely. Like, I mean, I'm not saying it's legal. <laughs> yeah. It's like I, the I, one I, I don't that... know the legality of it, but I just had to do it. I well, had to. I would say at least you weren't like that one kid in Egypt that climbed the, the pyramids and filmed everything. Oh, well, yeah. No, that's uh, that's just disrespectful. That is. You know, in castles, there's literally, you, you can go on top. I just went step on top, not over, <laughs> you know? Right. There was so not anything like disrespectful, but it's just, it's not illegal either. Right. It's, it's just, just people don't do that. People are, I guess, crazy enough for that. Yeah. So, I, I think that's the new term for more of a fearless person because they call me crazy. I'm like, I just am not scared because I'm confident in my skills kind of thing. Yeah. Let's see. Conquer your fears. Yeah. The, you know, well, I mean, I'm, not a lot of people felt that feeling, you know, when there's just air brushing at you and you feel that Adriatic sea. It's just, it's a whole different ballgame, man. Oh, like, I bet. It was in Troll Gear. Troll Gear is like in between, it's uh, right beside Split. Okay. Yeah. And it was, it's a beautiful castle there. And uh, yeah, if you ever go, whenever you go to Croatia, get their ice cream. Their gelato is is next level, man. It's worth all the the sugar and carbs. Okay, I gotta go then. Yeah, absolutely. There is always amazing gelato. Yeah, that was one thing because my dad's super. He probably is a fear control or whatever. He's so OCD that he's following vloggers that have gone there on the exact route he's going to go. And I'm like, dude, like, don't do this too much because you can literally simulate the whole trip in your head. Kind of thing. Then it's not, it's not fun. You you took all the f- excitement and fear out of it. It's not even that. It's, uh, you know, when people want total control, I totally get that. Right. Mm-hmm. I used to be like that. It, it satisfies them. Right. Okay. If, uh, if you, it's so much easier because it, it depends how much time you have. Right. If you have three hours, you, you do want to have that control and know exactly the road because you know you have exactly three hours or you're they're gonna abandon you. You know what I'm saying? So if it's a if it's for three hours, yes, one thing. But if it's if you're free, it's just so much more exciting. It really is. I think some of my best adventures in general, traveling different states and countries, is just going into an area with no plan and just as it comes, just face the kind of thing. Exactly. It's it's so much. You you enjoy it more. It, it really, yeah, and you get even great memories and stories from it. Because like, I was in Mexico. I want to say uh, Ensenada, mm-hmm. but it was we had to do a snot beforehand, and uh, I was trying to get over to Papa's and beers, and I might have said that wrong, but uh, essentially there was like this literally a golden path you're supposed to follow. 
for all the tours to go down. And I'm like, but it's faster to go down the scary uh, dark alley with a rat eating something kind of thing. It's just literally, it's faster to go down there. I just one of those, my parents were like, well, you're a martial artist. Don't get caught because literally the cops will keep you kind of thing. So I went down and I just literally just saw this guy with a needle in his arm, just staring at me. Rats are literally, he injected the needle in the rat. And I'm like, dude, if I go down the happy route, I would never be able to say I saw a heroin addict inject heroin in a rat. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's experience. You have to be open to experience and you cannot experience everything if fear controls you. Exactly. And that that was the moment because then I think he said something, but he realized I was a tourist. So he said in English, he's like, why are you down here? Like, this is a dangerous alley. I'm like, well, I mean, are you going to attack me? He's like, no, but there's some guys up ahead. I'm like, okay, do they have guns? He's like, no. I'm like, then I'm fine. He just kind of looked. He looked at them and just like, he's like, this guy's going to fuck you. He's going (laughs) to fuck you up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. um, yeah, actually, let's summarize it real quick so we can get you off to your shot. And uh, so during these COVID lockdown times, um, what is the thing you've been doing to pass your time? Netflix, Amazon Prime, podcasting, no. et cetera? Right. Well, I was actually just creating. I was traveling with my wife. I, we started traveling like last year, exactly when the, like right when the pandemic just got really heavy. We were like, okay. you know what? We don't, like she was in Miami. I was in Canada. And I was like, let's go. Let's get together. Let's go to Croatia. Went to Croatia. Went to uh, we went to Tanzania. It was beautiful, man. You know, and I was just working on creating content, you know, helping as many people as possible. And right now, the course is out, and I, I've been able to write a, a book, create the boot camp that's coming. You know, it's just uh, the past, like pastime. I just enjoy playing guitar. You know, playing guitar, watching uh, a few shows. You know, with my wife, spending time with uh, friends, family, not really friends because of COVID, but right, mostly family, you know, whenever I can. But other than that, it's just, uh, just enjoying the life, like building the life that I want, you know, trying to help 15,000 people for the year. Right. And dealing, uh, doing podcasts right now. My goal is to do at least 30 podcasts a month. So one a day, pretty much. Yeah, or maybe 10 days of three podcasts. Okay. Makes it easier. I would say, yeah, get more done in a shorter time. Exactly. I mean, I could always get another fourth one in, but... By then, you're like, I'm tired. No, that's the thing. I have so much energy because I, whenever I'm on a podcast, I get that energy because I I know I'm helping people. Wonderful. Yeah, I can I can just see the energy rating from you. The, the listeners are just gonna be like, what is he talking about? I was like, no, I can like see his energy. Yeah, you know, it's just it's all energy. Like we are energy, and I have all this. I'm like a uh, like one of those uh, uh, Duracell bunnies, just like boom, 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 like with <laughs> with a Tesla energy pack. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. I love that analogy. So then, uh, my final uh, question is: so any for someone aspiring to be like you, the um, helping people conquer their fears or go climb castles, what would what are some tips and tricks you would tell them just as a sending off quote? Absolutely. First of all, you first things first, you got to love yourself, like fully love yourself, because if you can't love yourself, you can't love other people and you can't help people if you don't love them. OK, I mean, you can't really help them if you if you dislike them or hate them. Right. 
right? It doesn't right. work. So the second thing is find a mentor. Really find a mentor that you can relate to. Don't find a mentor just, oh, this person's a life coach, so I'm going to go with this person because he's a life coach or because he's a certified life coach. It doesn't matter, certified or not. You got to find a person that you can relate to because when you relate to a person, you can you are then more open to accepting the help. Mm-hmm. Right? And most importantly, number three, you can have whatever you want. But the first thing you always have to do, no matter if you're getting into a relationship, if you're starting a new business, conquer your fears. It's an absolute must. Yeah. Okay. So, and uh, to make it easier, I like if it would help, I do have the course available, Four Keys to Conquering Steps, uh, Conquering Fears Blueprints. And it pretty much uh, tackles down, it builds you a fearless mindset gives you all the knowledge and actionable steps to conquer the fear of judgment, stop self-sabotage, and also conquer the lack of self-belief. It's the whole package right. that's been created specifically for people that to help out. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, definitely a, a few people are going to want to check that out. And that's your yeah. like $40 one, right? Or $50 no. one? That's the free? No. no, no, no. That one is a $497. Oh, the four ninety seven. Okay. Yeah, four ninety seven. I don't know why I heard forty. I'm like, okay, ten dollars less than fair kind of thing. Yeah, no, uh, no. You know, it, I I tried selling it separately because originally the four courses were sold separately. Ooh. But if you if you're paying thirty seven dollars, you're not going to put in the same amount of effort if you're paying four ninety seven. That's the only reason I put it there. Right. If the more people pay, the more people invest themselves into. Like I have a free boot camp. If you want free, I have a free boot camp coming out in Jan- uh, June seven. Okay. You know, add me up. I'll get you signed up. It's absolutely free. I have nothing to lose. Yeah. Right. And my courses, they're they've been like you put in the work. They guaranteed to work for you. They work because of you. Exactly. All right, Emmanuel. Um, good luck with your shot. Uh, appreciate you. appreciate the time and the. Uh, everything you've uh, brought to the table. My pleasure, man. If, if you need any more value, if anything I can help you more with, add me up on Instagram at the principal or Facebook. Let's chat. I want to help you with, uh, with a trip to Croatia as well. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you. Well, congratulations. You made it to the end. You're a awesome person. Not many make it here. So being the awesome person that you are, can you do me one more awesome favor can you rate and review this on whatever podcast uh, services you're using? Um, app, if you do it on Apple uh, and you leave an actual written review, um, I have a thing on my website. I will take your written review and post it for all to see. Congratulations. You're permanently sealed on my site. Otherwise, um, I am trying to do YouTube more and live streaming. Um, I will try to put as many of the YouTube links in the description of the show as I can. So give your boy uh, some extra help over on um, YouTube. Watch my videos. I mean, I just mute it and change the channel, <laughs> change the, the window or something. But yeah, um, that's it. Thank you for being awesome and see you next time.